Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome back to another episode of Simp It After Dark, everyone. This is your host, Ashley Mendoza. And today I got some special guests. It's my girls from Nightshade Collective. April Mendoza. And Alexa Morales. <laughs> I'm so excited to have them here today. It's so nice having someone to conversate with. And we got a really exciting thing today. I'm going to bring you some music as always because Simpin After Dark is all about R&B specifically most of the time. And, uh, you know, just getting in your feelings, talking relationships, uh, feelings, hookup culture, society, all that fucking bullshit, you know? Yeah. Um, but we're also talking movies today because at Nightshade Collective... We had to do it. Yeah, we had <laughs> to. I'm bringing my girls from Nightshade. We obviously got to talk movies. Um, yeah, so go check out Nightshade on Instagram, Nightshade Collective. Yes, check out our website as well. We got Nightshade some sick beanies dropping. Oh, yeah, yes. we got some cool stuff coming soon, yes. guys. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. And once again, we are at Wild 7 Studios in downtown Los Angeles. To, so uh, shout out to them for always hosting Simpin' After Dark. Absolutely. Uh, I'm excited. Movie? Are we talking today? I'm you guys? super excited about this episode. Malcolm yeah. and Mary. Yeah, I Marie. Was like Malcolm. Marie. Oh, thank Marie. you for the correction. <laughs> Marie. <laughs> Mary ass bitch. Mary. Who's Mary? Mary. I, I've been Same I've been thing. saying Mary this whole time and no one's corrected me. Are you serious? God damn it. <laughs> That's not good. even how you spell Mary. You're right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who pronounces anything right on this podcast? First Nobody, of all, that's right. I'm glad. I am no not judgment one to here. Say anything, please. I am like the queen of like, grammatical errors. All, everything. It's just, grammatical. No, I'm kidding. I'm just. That's I what you said. I know. I'm joking. Bitch. We're not here to judge. We're here kidding. to fucking simp. Okay. Yes. And you bet we're gonna simp. I. Hope you guys have watched Malcolm and Marie by now because I posted about it on my story about a week ago. I think it just first dropped on Netflix. Uh, so if you haven't, uh, spoiler alerts and uh, either go watch yeah. that or if you don't want to go through that excruciating hour 45 of just like <laughs> pure anxiety and anger and all that shit, yeah. uh, just listen to this because we're about to get the fuck into in it. underline bold and italics and capital. Watch it with your partner. Or, or don't. <laughs> don't do that. Just, or don't. <laughs> we specifically, I got a Zendaya tweeted. 
Ooh. yesterday uh by the way this today is the day after valentine's yes. day by the time you guys hear this it'll be like a week later mm-hmm. but she tweeted on the day on valentine's day she said happy valentine's day from marie in parentheses if you are watching our movie tonight with your significant other dot 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 we're sorry lol <laughs> yeah so yes yeah. i've seen several people say it's not a good idea don't do it don't do it Glad i'm single yourself. on this valentine's day because i watched that <laughs> solo and I had a lot of thoughts and anger and a lot of just like questions, you know, that a uh, lot. Yeah. I just raised, watched it this so. morning. When did you watch it? I watched it last night. Okay. You yeah, watched last it last night too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. we've all been waiting to hop on here and talk about it. <laughs> We're like, save it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> definitely got to save it for the podcast. But also we are doing, like I said, we're always going to talk music on Simpin' After Dark. So we got a artist. Her name is Ravina. And her song that we're going to be talking about is If Only It Was On Her EP Called Shanti. Shanti. I don't know how to say it. It's like a Sanskrit word. Um, It means actually peace, rest, calmness, tranquility, or bliss. So if you've ever done like Hmm. yoga, I guess it's part of like those things that you say, you know. So that's what her album about, I think, is like about just like finding peace and like leaving um a relationship that's not good for her specifically this song on uh, genius lyrics it says that it is about getting out of an abusive relationship Mm. so the feelings um of healing and getting through that so this song actually very like perfectly correlates with malcolm and marie sure does yes uh we'll go ahead and play a clip for you only her voice is beautiful have you guys listened so to her angelic. music before are you familiar no, with ravina not no, yeah. not i well just that one song temptation that i told mm-hmm. you but yes yeah, so actually this song is old i think it's actually from 2017 but it was the first song i ever heard of her and i'm like obsessed with it and like i feel like that's such a dilemma for me on simpin after dark usually like i just get hooked on older songs of artists and of course i want to like put people onto their newer music but when you i feel like usually when you discover an artist the first song it just yeah. like sticks with you and that's the one that you just like love it yeah. probably is just a nostalgic type of thing but i love this song and uh i guess so we can tie it together more maybe april if you want to explain your take on malcolm and marie and what it's about yeah i think we probably have a very similar take yeah just from a first glance it's obviously about this dichotomy of you know and similarity i guess between love and hate and and just like the very thin line between the two um you know it goes into the actor and director dilemma of this relationship that's just so toxic and just she's an actor yeah and she has this sort of need and sort of neediness to herself and to her persona and um malcolm is this director who has this ego problem and he's, I would say he's like a narcissist. Oh, I would, absolutely. I would say so. <laughs> absolutely. The whole time, you know, yeah. it's just about these, this couple who is trying to hurt each other, but at the same time trying to love each other. And it's Ooh. just like, how do you justify that kind of toxic behavior? 
you know? And so like we can get into like the nitty gritty of the film, but like at first glance, I think that's kind of the main theme. So the night it's like his, uh, it's his big night or it's like the debut. Like he had his like a, yeah. So he premiered his movie. And um, so the, the premise essentially is that he forgets to thank her, his girlfriend, uh, Marie. His um, acceptance speech. You know, we've all seen it yeah. at awards shows. <laughs> well, I don't, think it, I don't think it was an acceptance speech. It was his premiere, I think. But, well, you know, when directors like, get out there and they're yeah. like, thank you so much, everyone, for watching my movie. I just want to thank, you know, so-and-so yep. for yeah. helping me make this thing possible. And, like, as a filmmaker, like, you know, I, I completely get, you know, that you might forget to thank someone out there when, you, you know, the lights are on Maybe you, somebody, you're nervous. But your partner. But, but your partner. Yes. Out of all the people you could forget. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, you know, he goes on to think, she jokes, um, you, you, you think your gaffers and your grips and, you know, your actors and all these fictional characters, you know, your fictional characters got more respect than your girlfriend, essentially. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, because I've. I don't know. I can relate. I've sort of been in a situation very similar to that. Um, and it's just like, wow, you know, because making a movie, you obviously you most directors kind of want to take credit for it, but you have to thank everybody involved because it's such a collaborative effort. And like anybody that says like, oh, that's my movie, like is completely full well, of shit. Something specifically that Marie says in the movie, she's like, you want it to be just all you so bad. But like, yeah, no the wrong idea of what it takes to. And it gets to their head because everybody thinks and, and respects and praises Malcolm because he's such a genius, you know, but the story was sort of inspired by everybody around him, all the women he's yep. dated and everyone around him except for himself. He's yeah. stealing people's souls and putting it into his movie yeah, and getting which credit. Which wouldn't be a problem that. because, like, you know, that's what filmmakers do, storytellers do. It's like, yeah. if you, I mean, you should write from experience. Sometimes it's your experience, like, accessing someone's, yeah. like, tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that, like, you don't even, like, give a credit, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. And not even a physical, like, credit on screen. It's yeah, just, just like a thank you, a, a simple, simple thank, thank you. you. I think that's what most people got out of the movie. Yeah. Was a. Marie just wanted to thank you at the yeah. end of the day. Some appreciation, yeah. you know? Yeah. Some I just love. want to be appreciated. Like, yeah, literally. It's. So at the beginning of the movie, it pretty much starts. You know, you see this beautiful house and like, you know, Malcolm and, and Marie walk in and right off the bat, you can tell that Marie is just pissed. She's had a horrible night. And so we know oh. shit's about to go down. And, and then and then he's on the opposite. He did something wrong. He's being so oblivious about yeah, it. Like she looks pissed and he's just like. He's, he, first of all, he was so annoying. Night. How did you know? Yeah. Right. Just like, how did you know? Like instantly you just know what the fuck? What did he do? What did you, exactly? What did he you know, do you I'm like, know. she's yeah. clearly pissed. Yeah. Like, if it was like truly something to celebrate, if she would have yeah. felt happy and thanked and appreciated, that night would have gone completely just like yeah. different. Just one eighty. She would have been celebrating being fucking annoying, like popping champagne yeah. with him for sure. And, and that's then, so crazy because I think we all took notes on the movie because I was like, y'all, we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us, like the first thing, just chronological order, the first thing was he forgot to thank her. <laughs> we fucked up. The That's first weird thing. Fucked up, boy. And I think that is just the most yeah. like symbolic thing or just like most like perfect example of how a lot of issues are. Like they blow up and become some big ass thing when it stemmed from the most tiniest thing that can yeah. seem in- insignificant. It so it's avoided. always it's always about the little things yep. that add up and make somebody explode. Mm-hmm. You can only take so much. Yeah. Yes. And I will say that 
beautiful performances, by the way, specifically by Zendaya. I think she's phenomenal. And I think she really stole the movie. She's so good. And, and so Malcolm was played by, uh, John David Washington, right? Is Mm -hmm. his name? Um, Denzel's Washington's son, right? So he's, and he was in Tenet and, you know, up and coming, um, actor, really great. But I still do think that Zendaya was the star of the movie. And I think, 100% 100% personally yeah. like one of my biggest problems with the movie was that she didn't have enough screen time you think so yeah yeah I think like she, she was a it. and like she's a very passive like, character and she's I think, credited yeah. first and I think like, she, she was a producer on it yeah like, obviously like she's the biggest name on this movie yeah and I'm sure you know it had to do with the arc and everything and like yeah. just the or do you think story, maybe it was like intentional to like make you feel more upset yeah, probably but I still think that if it would have been a little bit more through her lens but then it would have been a completely different movie. Yeah. And again, who am I to say? I'm not trying to criticize the movie. I don't I don't really want to get into like criticizing the movie because the movie itself is about critics. critics and the shit will be meta. It's just, the shit will be so meta. It's already so that. meta because, you yeah. know, he goes on to talk about how, you know, he's already anticipating that the critics aren't going to like his movie or I'm what they're going to say. It. And yeah. it's just like, it's just so much. I, I, I personally wasn't fond of like the whole like, you know, just being a filmmaker talking about filmmaking and, I get that that's very personal to somebody, but like not my favorite part of the movie, I would say. I think the relationship aspect of it, it was the most um, like heart, was the biggest like yeah. heart of the film. I think yeah, it was maybe just like a very sure. like um like a niche thing to do it that is. people could still relate to and understand even if they aren't in the industry. It, is. it wasn't it's just in a way yeah. that was like, oh, like it's like all this jargon. Like I think it's probably no, still. no. Like accessible. I guess it just gets very philosophical at some points and it just kind of gets really into like the dialogue of just, the, just like, it's just a back and forth yeah, battle conversation. And that's what I liked. But I honestly thought that the screen time was distributedly yeah. perfect. You like think it, so? I think so. I think for the movie it was. It was for the movie. Yeah. And I think um, just not like, it, it, it makes you not want to choose a side. Like it, it shows them, you know, both... I yeah. don't know what I'm trying to say, but you guys understand. You yeah. know, for sure. Right? We're just like, you you're know, empathizing you with a both. Aside because they're both like, like you said earlier, they're wrong, but it's just like, they're also trying to prove yeah. like their love to each other. That's true. You know? So it's, I don't know. I couldn't really choose yeah. a side. But see, yeah. for me, like, I, I don't think that Malcolm was a very likable character. Me oh, either. No, yeah, honestly. I like straight up. I was like, I think he was screaming <laughs> way too much. It's going to be a Malcolm bash fest up in oh, here yeah. tonight. But do you think that's because we're women? And like they even kind of go Definitely. into that whole um, kind of philosophy in the movie. The whole identity yeah. politics of everything. Well, yeah, they're talking Which about is that. Something funny. It's something that me and Alexa were just talking about in the car the other day. I was like, dude, like it's so hard to watch something with your man. And like, I was like, I don't know if you could relate. Absolutely. I can relate. Yes. <laughs> I was like, every time it's about a couple, I just, I feel like I'm the fucking girl and my man is the guy. And if yeah. the dude does something, like, I'll just look over my man like, you automatically really? feel like piece of shit. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I guess you so mad. in those shoes. Right okay, away. that's that's a little crazy. We're crazy. No, I, think, <laughs> I guess. I mean, you, definitely. So, like, everyone. So you're projecting, listeners. Listeners. Yes, April was the more that. sane one. Me and Alexa <laughs> definitely lean more on like the crazy side, but at the same time, we just we just f- love hard and um, yeah, we have very deep feelings and we do project. We yeah. project. It's a, it's a Virgo Leo combination. It is. Yeah. It is. It's like Aries, the main, Aries main character syndrome <laughs> mixed with like just thinking too just hard about things. 
if we're analyzing everything when it's not even that deep like it's just it's deep Mm -hmm. but but the thing is like those feelings are real and they need to be acknowledged and i think that's like a big thing in like the movie was about her feelings and him invalidating her most of the time oh definitely and him being emotionally abusive which ties right back to uh the song if only by ravina so we can hop into those lyrics let's see so she starts off When I was younger and I didn't know better, living with these wolves, hurting for pleasure, some kind of angel took me out of the jungle from your blue nights into sunlight. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So, talking about wolves and hurting for pleasure just reminds me of the movie about how Mm. he kind of like tells Mm -hmm. her like she's like you know i'm a masochist and he's like you love this shit like you love when i fucking degrade you and like treat you this way but they hurt each other for pleasure which ties back into the theme of the movie it's so fucked up it definitely is like a masochistic fucking Mm. weird thing going on but it's not healthy okay yeah it's not and like no of course not it's not but it kind of reminds me of another uh i guess kind of spoiler alert if anyone has seen big little lies with Mm -hmm. uh nicole kidman's character Mm. and her husband Mm yeah like he's actually like physically abusive but like it always turns into sex yeah and like just because it like it turns them both on and like they end up fucking and it's hot it yeah. doesn't mean it's okay or that it's healthy. Oh, no. So true. <laughs> so it's oh just God. like a sick, twisted thing. Yeah. So I don't Sex, know. even in marriage, has to be consensual. Like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. And that's like a whole fucking thing that like, oh, no, grosses me out. I know. So uh, she talks about like when she was younger. So definitely it's like her come to terms with like something that was fucked up that she's like, okay. So now she had yeah. some angels that took her out of this from the blue nights into sunlight uh-huh. so she's getting out of this it's so cute like i yeah. love her fucking lyrics pre-chorus she says i sleep better at night without you around sometimes i still awake from you calling out is 
Oh, that's it trauma. Is. That sounds like it traumatizing. Is. It it does sound like trauma, yeah. right? Like sometimes I still awake from you calling out. That must have been a really traumatizing relationship. But she's whatever sleeping it was. better, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. like it's like okay, I'm peacefully, I'm at peace oh, now, yeah. but I'm still like from time to time I like jerk yeah. awake. That PTSD. Ooh, oh my god. Yeah. Ooh, that Which, shit is sad. Do you think it's interesting that she's saying she's saying that she's finding peace without him, when? You think that you're more whole with someone else, right? That's what Supposedly. they say. Yeah. So That's it's what like they say, but you're actually a f- like a whole piece by yourself, you mm-hmm. know, and you just can't allow other people to break you into other pieces. Exactly. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's very poetic. It is. Yeah. I love her. By the way, she's a Libra for all my astrology lovers. Yes. And if you like <laughs> go check out her whole like aesthetic, like oh, she's 100%. very Libra. She's a Libra. So mm-hmm. a little quick side note for the astro lover. Uh, then we get into the chorus she says it's too late to hold me too late to call me too you're saying if only i could get over you too late to know me i'm going without you you're saying if only so like fool's trying to get her back obviously Mm -hmm. or girl i'm not sure i think she might be queer um but yeah it's just her and it reminds me kind of at the end of uh malcolm and marie like I thought she left at the end. Mm-hmm. And I that's was what they like, want you to think. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yes. But I was like, that's so strong and brave mm-hmm. of her. Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. I don't, that would be too much of a happy ending. Yeah. And honestly, unrealistic. Cause yeah. I feel like, oh, yeah. Realistically, <laughs> people don't fucking leave. Like, yeah. you, you like rationalize these yeah. behaviors and these fights and the disrespect yeah. and the fucking trauma that you put each other through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This song is like kind of like a little happy ending to it because it's literally about her getting out of the abusive relationship so happy for her happy that she realized it's too late and it kind of it's like my first Mm -hmm. episode of season three still my baby how it's just sometimes you have to wait so you get to a point where like you can't stay anymore like shit just got way too fucked up for you to stay so like that's probably what happened here because other than that i think people end up staying it's really hard Mm -hmm. it's hard right Uh, yeah definitely it's yeah. really hard. It's like the comfortability of it. It's the fear sometimes. Fear of being alone. Like you know, it's, it's like the habits. It's it's so many fear things. Of it's like they might try to hurt you even worse. Or like, you don't know. In, in their case, I think it's like when you're sort of relying on each other in your own industry, where it's like I kind of when need there's you. Eyes on you. Mm-hmm. There's eyes on you. I think exactly. That definitely you're makes in the it more complicated because mm-hmm. it's not just you too. It's like. People are watching. Yeah. They know I would. I went through you with this whole project. Yeah, and like you know, as an actor, you know, she's trying to Claim. prove to Malcolm how good of an actor she is. Oh my god, that scene! That scene is so Ooh. good. Yeah, oh. I thought she was for real. Like, Dude, me too. <laughs> it's oh like this god. crazy bitch. I, I was like, I was like, yeah. oh my god, she is crazy this whole time. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yes. So whoever has yeah. seen it, obviously that part where like she goes, he's trying to like make her feel like she's fucking crazy. Like he didn't need her for the script. She's like, not nah, you base this shit on my life. Yeah. And like we'll get into like what happens before that too. But like for this part, he's like what is authenticity like mm-hmm. that's bullshit like mm-hmm. she's like okay whatever like rolls yeah. her eyes walks away he goes inside and she like comes back and she has like sh- she's holding a knife and she like or her like that part reminded me of her character from euphoria yeah. Rue. the whole movie did yeah <laughs> definitely like it's like rue down the line or something mm-hmm. but like she just she's a ex-drug addict you know yeah so she has a knife and she's like 
you know, those antidepressants I was on, I'm not on them anymore and I'm not doing okay. And you know what? I, I stole from your, your mom before. I fucked all your friends. Mm-hmm. And he's scared. Like, yeah. he, she's holding a knife. And she's laughing even. Yeah, she's like, like crazy. She's like, yeah. she's lost it. And I'm even like, the whole time, because I was rooting for her and she's yeah. trying to do this. Yeah, I'm I was like, like, oh, God you bitch. damn it, bitch. Like, <laughs> you were crazy. He was right this whole time. Mm-hmm. And, and then she's like, she like, drops the character and she's like and that's what authenticity gets you yeah oh my god like round of applause so she just i literally was straight like, up audition i him. laughed yeah yeah because he was like you should have auditioned like blah 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 and yeah another thing i want to get into it's mm. okay so i my thoughts were kind of like was this entire film just like her audition like every Ooh. since she got home like she was, was that really trying, trying to prove it oh. really trying to prove it but at this, okay, so getting into that, mm-hmm. he said, you should have auditioned when really, what did he say in the beginning? He was like, you quit if you want it bad enough, like you would have fucking like went after it, whatever. But it's like, this is your film. You wrote this, like you, you sent me the, you know, like the, the, the drafts and everything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like you'd think that you'd reach out to me as your partner, like, hey. Yeah. I have this, like, you know, like this, this script. Like, I yeah. think you'd be fucking great for it, obviously, because it was written. Yeah. Well, and supposedly, I feel like together. it was developed yeah. together, right? Ex- oh, my God. That fucking broke like my heart. Like, she was like, she said at yeah. some point, like, she's like, we did this together. And yeah. at some point, it wasn't us together anymore. Yeah. And I, like, sitting in the audience tonight, like, started thinking to myself, like, when did I like allow myself to let go of like so much of this yeah like oh mm-hmm. my god that shit tore me apart Dude, yeah that's, so heartbreaking. Damn, that's so sad because mm-hmm. she was like you know like you were able to turn all like my trauma and all the experiences of supposedly your god. people in your life who you drew from their life is trauma and you made it something beautiful and what hurts is i wasn't able to because i didn't even get a thank you a credit a shout out yeah. and like now it's like and now she can't even share that story yeah, that's her story it's shared already and now yeah. she just feels like little yeah like, that's it. So i have fucked. nothing i have nothing yeah how would you guys feel if your boyfriend was like a director and he's like you need to audition for me but I'm making a movie Ooh, about you. Like. Bro, that's rough. Because, mm. of course, like, everyone's going to be like, you know, it's for the movie. You have to find the best actress. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where my mind Ooh. will go at first. It's just like, oh, I want what's best for the movie. So, mm-hmm. obviously, you need to, you know, go through this whole thing and choose the right one. But at the same time, it's like, that's my fucking character. You're, like, like writing it about me. Who yes. else is better to play me? Like, wouldn't that be the most authentic exactly. thing yeah. to do? Yeah, Oof. I'd be, so really I'd be hurt. I'd definitely yeah. be hurt. But I don't think so, I'd have the balls to like. Yeah. So I know they never really said in the film, but do you think that he cheated on her with the actress? Yeah. Just yeah, because I assume the, the worst. Um, no, honestly, and with the <laughs> way he was with, like, what they imply you know, exactly yeah. at the tub scene. He was saying fucked up. She was saying some fucked up. Fucked shit. up shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into all that. We'll get Mm-mm. into that. So much to say. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, verse two, she said, <laughs> I said I'd meet you off the freeway. You're lonely. You still don't understand. A woman is holy. Your oh. fake apologies would work on the old me. I get into my car, leave you where you are. She's, I'm, I, lo- yes. I, oh, I love, she's like, growth. Wow. She's ass, dude. She drives away. She leaves in. I love that. And like, that is like the perfect, like, explanation of like how in the movie, she's like, you are so needy, yet you just like 
act like I ain't shit see you basically. And like that's he hit her up because he's lonely because she finally breaks it up with him. And she's like being like the holy fucking empathetic woman that she is goes and meets up with him and he gives her a fake ass apology. And she's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I see right through it now. Please see right through fake apologies, people. Like, that is so powerful. Oh my God. Can, can you give me an example? Oh, man. Or give the audience an example of what those might sound like. Baby, like, look, I am sorry if you feel that, like, I did that, but, <laughs> but you know, that's not what I meant. <laughs> or, like, you know what, like, babe, you're crazy. I promise you, like, you are delusional. Like, that's not what the fuck I meant. You're too sensitive, okay? You're too sensitive. You read too much into things. That's invalidating. I'm sorry wow. you feel that way. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. That's, like, I'm the number sorry one. sorry you feel that way. Number one. Yeah. Or if there is I no sorry. Or if it's, like, you know what? I'm sorry... I'm sorry that I called you a bitch and told you to shut the fuck up, but you just pissed me off. If but. there's a butt, uh -uh. Uh -uh. no, no, thank you. Or mm, pay attention for this one. <laughs> I am, I am so sorry, babe. Um, oh fuck, it slipped my mind, guys. It'll come back. What about like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to fight with you tonight, et cetera, like et cetera. Push it off. Yeah, like that's Not fake tonight. too, because that's just gonna keep on, you know, coming up. Like it's never gonna get resolved. Right? Oh, that's yeah. the worst when shit doesn't get resolved. It just like I mean, I'm guilty of avoiding conflict and I like think not everyone wants to avoid it. With it. It's, it's ugly. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Like if you can avoid it, like avoid it, right? Yeah. But I feel like men usually will often do that. Men usually want to avoid, yeah. and women want to confront. You know, mm, yeah. that's just how it is, and that's definitely yeah. It's, but it's I've also hard. I've been in the opposite scenario i guess I where i have the male tendencies of avoiding and then my ex was more of the crazy girlfriend <laughs> figure or whatever no way yeah and it was weird but like i just didn't want to deal with it i was wait like my okay well maybe this is where i can sort of empathize well, or whatever maybe he was emotionally manipulative though he was okay then so you were avoiding mm. it because he would always try to emotionally manipulate you yeah yeah, so I mean, like, for sure. It was just a, like a hot mess. It was, Ooh, not, it was not a healthy relationship. Say, which reminds me of probably your ex. <laughs> when when people are like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I'm just the fucking worst boyfriend ever. I'm such a piece of shit. Like, you, I don't deserve you. I'm the fucking worst. Oh, God. Yeah. That's emotional manipulation. Because yeah. then what are yeah. you supposed to do? Yep. Be like, no, you're not, babe. Yeah. No, you're that, not. Exactly. I love you. Yeah. See, that's, I would I would never say that. Apology. That's I would never say that to fucking guy. flip the script on you. Mm. Mm. So don't fall for that. Yeah, please spread the word. Yeah, tell all your friends. Okay, what about when your boyfriend or girlfriend almost threatens like suicide? Emotional manipulation. Oh, that's but at what, at what point though? Because what if that that's actually how they're feeling? Ooh, that is a rough. See, you know, because as know, the significant dude. other, you want to be there for your partner always and if you feel like they actually feel that way i guess if they're how do using you know it, if they did something horribly fucked up to you and they're using it in a way to make you come back when you're trying to leave because you don't deserve to be in that situation that's emotionally manipulative i, I think if it's just if they're just 
really depressed and suicidal in general mm. and like something happens and they're like i'm not no I've like going <laughs> through it and they bring it up no what if that's different what if you're sort of like i'm gonna go out to a party tonight and i'll be back I'll, I'll, i'm gonna hang out with you like in a few hours like you know i'll be back and they sort of threaten this sort of like suicidal tendency on you. That's okay. emotionally manipulative and abusive. So I, I don't know, but I don't know if this is like too taboo, but <laughs> it's, do you think someone that really has those tenden- those thoughts, these tendencies, like they're depressed, they're really going to throw something like that out there? That's what I was thinking too. You know, where it's just like, like, I think like if they're going to do it, they're going to like do it in secret. They don't do or it. Be, or like supposedly when like, and like completely i'm gonna throw a trigger warning on this yeah but like when people are like suicidal like that what you hear all the time is that that usually before they go and like say their goodbyes to people and start giving their stuff away they want to leave on a good note with people i think yeah and like it's really fucked up that's why you're seeing the majority of people that usually people that are actually suicidal that are like they have a plan and they're like planning on going through with it they usually will like go and like hit up people like their friends and be like i just want to let you know like i really love you and i value this friendship they want to leave on a good note yeah, yeah. they'll be like i want you to have this one thing it means a lot to me or like true, yeah. true whatever it's usually that's i think that's maybe how you could tell the difference if someone's only bringing it up because like you're in a fight and it's not going their but way they're trying to control like where you're going yeah, or like, what you're doing yeah. with because your life. they know that you're empathetic and that you're a nice yeah. person and that yeah. you're gonna instead of breaking up with them because they deserve to be broken up with because they did something fucked up. They're going to manipulate you to stay. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. use anything as a tactic yeah. yeah don't like it's definitely touchy <laughs> yeah. but it's uh, it's abusive as fuck mm-hmm. it's so abusive because most people are empathetic yeah so so okay yeah. as as the crazier two out of the three <laughs> <laughs> yes would you say that you deal with I'm more like, emotional like in your past more emotional manipulation or you being the more emotionally manipulative person if you're aware of your own 
I'm very aware and I can admit that I can be emotionally manipulative. I wouldn't say abusive um, like that. Like, no, I would never do that. I'm, like, I'm a cancer moon. Yes, I can be emotionally manipulative. I'm a blame it on my cancer moon. Yes, I can. But, you know, we're aware of it. Yeah, we're aware of it. And I think I. Randy, baby, I love you. Um, we all, you know, we have great communication. And I think what matters is that you, I don't know, you just, you're aware of it and you. You get through it, you grow from it, you learn from it. Yeah, and you know you're not I mean? doing yeah. it in a way to fucking hurt anyone. No. Like, no. Not like yeah. You're doing it more, excuse me, in a way to, like, get your way, kind of like a child. Yeah. You know, like a child, like, children are emotionally yeah. manipulative, it's, but they're yeah. not going to fucking threaten to kill themselves no. or, like, do some bullshit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Like, it's more like, okay, and usually yeah. people can spot it as a partner, like, if, like, I was mean, like, whatever. Like, Corey's like, okay, like, stop. <laughs> You're being fucking childish. I'm like, okay. It's literally, like, yeah, like a child. Like, when Stephanie was on here, yeah. it's honestly like a child. It's like you want any like, no. sort of attention. Like, no. no like, no. <laughs> you want to get your point across. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but it would never get to, it would never be to the extent of, like. Yeah. Fucking. And, like, I think the fact that we can sit here and admit that we can be that. It just shows that it's different from somebody actually being emotionally abusive versus manipulative. So do you think that Zendaya's character in the movie is emotionally abusive at all? Um, I think we should pick at her. I wouldn't say abusive. I would say definitely a little bit manipulative. Mm -hmm. Well, sure. But I would say it seems like there's a line in the movie where she says, like, uh, we're in a fight. And I would say probably one of the worst fights that we have ever been in. So it's definitely not the first time they got into it like this. And yeah. it sounds like it's, oh, something, definitely not. it's something that's been building. Yeah. So I think once it's like that and the gloves are off and oh, yeah. he had said the shit that he had Honestly, fucking said at that point, mm-hmm. yeah. which we will get into stick around. <laughs> once it's like that, it's like, uh, you know, gloves are off. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Emma? Like, I think that's why I, I definitely re- related a lot to Zendaya. Sadly, I think a lot of women can. Oh yeah, where it's just like at some point in your life, at least. Yeah, when Randy and I have dated for years, and when we were younger, I think that's just kind of when I was at my most crazy, and it was more of like, I. It's more of like manipulation, you know. I would be more manipulative emotionally when we get into arguments and fights, and and. At, you know, five minutes later, we could be laughing and just, it's, it was so, it's toxic. It's mm-hmm. toxic. And I think <laughs> you have to, you need to either cut it off or if you really love this person, you need to do everything in your power. As long as there's growth. It, as long as there's growth. Mm-hmm. Anything to change it and to work through it together. If, you know, if yeah. you both want to. And but th- it just means like that that behavior has to be acknowledged. Like if someone absolutely. can't even acknowledge that, that they're doing that. Yeah. That's where it could get blurry sucks, and you should scary. probably dip. Yeah. Yeah. I remember always like, you know, I'm like, is this fucking normal? Like, this isn't right. Like, this <laughs> is definitely something wrong with us. You know, like, there's no way. And it's just, it's like, it, it's right. normal. It's normal to argue. It's normal but to have these like debates, you know. Yeah. That's the thing. Know, like, but there is, what like, there's no normal. And that's why yeah, movies like this that's why are great. That's why I love movies like this. That's why yeah. I love songs So, like, criticize all you want about them. But, like, I think at the end of the day, it's just 
showing people that there are other sides to relationships and it's literally the art of empathy you know like you you empathize with both characters and you see into these you know relationships in this like voyeuristic way where it's like I've never been in a relationship like that I've never had a fight like that I call it passion but me too yeah (laughs) see I have like pretty kind of like you know mellow boring relationships where it's all very mature. And that's what I think it all stems but to it personality types. It can types. be toxic, mm-hmm. though, for sure. It's personality yeah. types. Like, for mm-hmm. you, like, you may see that movie and you're like, what the fuck? That's crazy. I've never had a fucking fight like that. I could say I have. I and I'm sure I will eventually one day, <laughs> you know? You're an Aries. I'm surprised you've never know, had a fight like seriously. that. But if I, I guess, ever date another Aries, what's your, that would what's be... What's your Mars? My Mars, I believe, is Cancer, isn't it? Yes. Oh, okay, yes, which are. I'm still surprised, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> I think I think if you meet like the right person, yeah. Because but I think it's because my moon is in Capricorn, so I'm always just like exactly. Let's stay grounded here. Like work comes first. Yeah, always, always. That's always Mm. been the root of all of my relationship problems too. What's What's your moon and and your man's moon? My moon is in Virgo and my man's moon is in Gemini. That Mercury. Which I think we oh, talked yeah. about it yeah. on the astrology. Yeah, yeah, so we're both ruled by Mercury. So it's very oh, like, oh. we're both, it's like the. You like to communicate. Your points across. Communication <laughs> and like intellect. And we yeah. both just think we're right. And it's yes. just like very. Yeah. Like no, Non-stop. stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so. with me, it's. My moon's in Cancer and my man's moon is in Aries. So it's just like the two babies, you know, just like. (laughs) Two people crying. Yeah. Yes, two people (laughs) crying. So it's like, you Mm -hmm. know. I, it's definitely relatable, like both characters for sure. Which I, I seen a tweet talk about um, Malcolm and Marie that one of them was an Aquarius. Oh, and what was the other one? I don't know. I didn't see that. <gasps> I need to look it up. But hold on, don't He's look it up. Don't look it up. I think she's okay, you an guys. Aquarius. Wait, I think no, we she's should an guess. Aquarius no. moon. Guess. Wait, Alexa, she's we've an had Aquarius uh, moon. I feel like you. You feel like maybe. I think. Okay, let's guess. Huh. This is actually a really fun exercise oh, that we've like been that. trying lately. Yes. Okay. Guessing different characters in movies. Like, what? what is your sign? Maybe what is your moon? Okay, so Malcolm. Okay, he's egotistical. He's manipulative. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh no, I'm kidding. All right, we're back. We ended up taking a break. And because uh, I was looking for like a tweet of this astrologer at I Jade with uh, two A's and two E's on Twitter. And she said, I don't know where she got it from. She said it very confidently. So I thought it was like a fucking fact. But then I was like, how would she fucking know? Unless she had like some like inside knowledge to like the script and the characters, you know. <clears throat> but she said Marie's an Aquarius and Malcolm is an Aries. So do with that what you will. I don't <laughs> know if I agree with that. He doesn't no. come off like an Aries to me. I don't know. I think he could. Like, I mean, okay. Just like a little bit hot headed. Okay. And you like know what? Just in it just to win. Just even. They want to be number one. You. Okay. Number one. Maybe I'm not the right person to ask. If you ain't first, April's you're biased. last. Triggered. <laughs> April's an Aries. Triggered. So she's biased. Uh, yeah. Marie is an Aquarius. I can maybe see it, but I, I think she would be a Virgo. You know what? That does make sense to me now that I think about it because he kind of says like, if you want it bad enough, you should have auditioned mm-hmm. for it. You know, you have to work really hard at it. <laughs> blah, Without blah, blah, blah. realizing he's yeah. being like an and asshole. I do think that I, I kind of have those sort of personality traits. <laughs> That's hilarious. Where I'm like, you got to work so hard at it. You know, blah, blah, blah. 
And you have to want, you want it the so best bad. for that person, right? Yeah. Exactly. So that sometimes, yeah. and that is, Aries are kind of known for that, like, without realizing mm-hmm. they can be hurtful. Like, they just want the best for you, but, like, they're just, yeah. like, it comes they don't care place. about the feelings. It's all yeah. about just, like, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I think Aries are feelings very oh well. good motivational speakers and trainers yeah, and stuff like that. Oh, my God. All and the leaders, know. you know. Yeah, so Malcolm, in a, in a motivational <laughs> yeah. speech, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, he would get me riled up mm-hmm. as a partner. Oh, yeah. And him just being like not anybody can undeveloped handle that. toxic version the male the aries especially yeah <laughs> but you know we won't get too much into astrology just because i know you guys aren't all about that well, we'll save that for another <laughs> but it is really fun to, to and it, it, like i think you learn a lot from trying to analyze yeah. these characters and what personality traits they have and if you link them to the astrology science it's really fun because it kind of gives you something to kind of like go off of you know mm-hmm. definitely so we're actually done with the lyrics. That is just like the fucking pre-chorus chorus again. So now we're about to hop into fucking um, Malcolm and Marie. Yes. Okay. So first, I mean, do you guys just want to talk about the the film in general? The, I mean, I think we kind of did. The, we the beauty about of it all of it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think I don't know if we did talk about this. I think okay. we kind of talked about it before with the whole like black and yeah. white aspect. How it kind of um. It, it forces you to like feel things more. It's kind of like the whole like sensory deprivation thing where like if That's you're not true. really seeing colors, it makes you really feel the feelings and like the tension of it all yeah. without being yeah. distracted by the beauty so of it. So true. So true. You know, cause I didn't really pay attention to like even the production design and stuff. But if you're a production designer, I know Alexa mentioned earlier, I think, yeah. uh, you know, when we weren't recording, yeah, the production she noticed was it, but it's like immaculate. You know. It was just so simple, like mid-century modern type of, mm-hmm. you know, feel. And it didn't interfere at all with like the intensity of the film. So yeah. it just it flowed so nicely. And it was it, such a good location, right? Like it the house was the whole, like, really it was, nice. a, it was like a glass house. Oh my god! So it's, so it's just yeah, like, it's just so symbolic of just like For looking sure. into a relationship where like yeah. they are yeah. in the spotlight. It's a it's perfect like warrior fishbowl sort of you know yeah house. Um, there's like certain and scenes where it's like you see because it's like a glass house and it's all windows. You see him mm-hmm. like over here, and then you see her inside of the house yeah. and like him out there trying to get his shit together. Like what am I gonna say? And that then like her inside scene, yes. like yes. hurting. Like yeah, whoa. yeah. No, I really do think they, they did an A plus job on the location. Oh my god! Because also, like with the framing, like you know, in the beginning, you sort of see these characters isolated in like different rooms. Like Marie would be in the kitchen, and she's like framed by the window, and she's sort of like in her own little world. And then, like you know, you kind of they would kind of do camera movement over to kind of like a like a like a sweep over to Malcolm, and he would be like in the window and sort of framed alone. And then, so spoiler alert, at the very end of the film, they're framed in the same shot through the master bedroom of these, like, really beautiful windows. And it's kind of like this white shot, and they're far away in this sort of, like, perfect frame. And I think that's really, really great. Um, it was like locations. now we're stuck on the inside, left with all their bullshit. Like what the fuck? Looking and now out. they're back on the outside. Like it's all good. Yeah. And yeah. it's like at the end that where cycle. like he wakes up and like she's not in the bed. And he's like Marie, Marie, yeah. and he's like, where are you? And yeah. like she was just right outside the whole time. So like we're thinking as an audience, like oh my gosh, she fucking finally left, but she didn't. Mm-mm. She's out there. They're fine. They're gonna keep going through this bullshit. So yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. 
it's just that, that vicious cycle yeah. you know and yeah. you you sort of mentioned it kind of reminds you of um the movie by the sea the angelina oh, jolie yeah, film which with i her never brad pitt. saw so that was just it's me so i did yeah making an observation and it is very similar mm-hmm. i don't think that one was black and white either no it was but it, it's about voyeurism and just sort of looking in to this relationship is broken especially like a relationship like brad pitt and angelina who are such iconic you know celebrities famous as fuck beautiful people you know the most beautiful couple in hollywood and seeing them and this broken state and then them seeing into another apartment you know next to them that are like passionately in love you know so it's kind of like the grass is always greener sort of thing yeah and so even like a couple like malcolm and marie who on the outside you would think are the most perfect couple like if you see them on the tabloids or you know anywhere like that you would think that you'd be jealous of them like yeah, i want to be like her i want to awesome, be him like a like, director and an actress mm-hmm. and like they just are so beautiful yeah, who together. wouldn't be envious of that couple and they're just exactly. famous like, but look that's at amazing look at the things that they have to go through nobody's yep. perfect no literally it's grass just, is always greener oh. and it's just like a such a like a representation of like social media especially where like a couple can seem like they're yeah. just so great online and w- where people only post like the highlights of their life but you have no idea what's going on when they get back home yeah so yeah, um, oh, yeah. Man, that is like oh. and for real like i think even in the beginning of the of the film all he can talk about is how great he was how great his film looked how great it impacted people and how beautiful Marie looked the whole night and how sexy she is and how beautiful, you know, so it's all about looks. Like it's he all forgot about to thank her in his speech, but he, but he comes home to be like, you're so, so sexy, baby. But he comes like, home and he's like, like the trophy wife. Basically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And like that's another didn't thing. acknowledge her for her contribution, for her emotionally supporting him yeah. and doing all the, she specifically says at one point, like you have never thanked me for doing all the little things that you don't want to think about doing, like picking, picking out, out your, your suit, suit, making you coffee and breakfast in the morning, like making you mac and cheese like after that. the premiere, uh, <laughs> all of that, even though I hate you right now. So you know. do you guys think that maybe she, he didn't want to share the spotlight with her? Like she mentioned. Yeah. Or it's just like, you didn't want to thank me because I, you would have had to share that, that moment with yeah, me. Yeah. Cause then you know? for sure he would have given a like true genuine thank you. He yeah. would have been like, you know, like thank you for inspiring me and the script and for like helping me give life to the script. Of course. One of her big things. Cause she's like, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. I gave life to it. It's your perspective, but it was based on me and like me being, but me it's and you not being with his me. Perspective. I gave life I to it. That's the thing. He's literally just taking like her soul. He's taking her perspective and making it, disguising it as his own which is the most because, fucked up thing he because said. he's mo- yeah. okay hold on i i have have a theory and it's not even a theory i think it's pretty obvious but because he's like always fixating on that whole mediocre comments he's so egotistical but he's so insecure about being a mediocre person and i think most filmmakers can kind of relate to that no filmmaker wants to be mediocre they want to be great you know and so he's just too afraid to to be mediocre and he, his life experiences don't allow him to make great art, but by him surrounding himself with these broken people, because it seems to be a pattern. He keeps yeah. dating broken women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wants 
that to be. So I think we should start know. with the beginning from it because, like, yes. it kind of chronologically, yeah. Okay, so you kind of have to know the beginning exactly. a little bit. So obviously, first thing was she's upset he forgot to thank her in his uh, little premiere speech, you know. But people ended up coming up to her after, like his mom and the main actress, like. Oh, like, you know, yeah. don't don't read too much into it. Like, it's not that deep, you know. It's okay. Like the actress that was you know, that, that was cast instead of Zendaya's character. Yes. Murray. So she played the character that the character was based off of. Mm-hmm. So it's already like, you know, feelings there which get up brought up later. But just for like if something happens like where like your man like disses you in a way and you feel a way about it, but you're like, you know what? This is this is their night. I'm not gonna fucking bring it up now. But then people come up and like mention it to you that's gonna rub it in and mm-hmm. that's gonna let you yeah. know that they know so you're not fucking crazy for feeling away if somebody mm-hmm. comes up to you and they're like don't feel bad like it's not like you know like don't read too much into it that means they noticed and they're coming up to you to say that because they feel bad so let's not fucking gaslight the situation or her or the person who's feeling these things if other people noticed then you're not wrong i normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So then yeah. she brings up what she says is, you know, you are not the jealous type at all. I could be hanging on a dude's arm all night and you would come up and just be like, all right, babe, like, let's go. Like, let's whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she says, which what sucked with me was because he's like, many people would say that jealousy or not or lack of being jealous is a good trait oh and she says not when it borders on indifference yes oh my god i think Ooh, I have- that hit Oof. that hit because i think everyone can agree that having a partner who's overly jealous or like when it stems from insecurity for yeah. no reason that's bullshit you know if it stems from like maybe you lied or cheated then that's yes. warranted okay. and you better get ready to deal with that. But when you're like acting like you don't give a fuck about shit. Yeah. Okay. Indifference. Here's a quote mm-hmm. from the movie. Something along the lines of <clears throat> Marie says, your lack of curiosity is merely an extension of your narcissism. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought that was pretty good. That's what you were trying to say. Because yeah. it's mm-hmm. in reference to him not being jealous and him not caring to ask himself, has Marie ever had a better boyfriend than me? Has he, she ever dated anybody that's better than me? Yes. And is, is he more talented than me? She tells him, and I, I know this is way down the line, but it's just, you know, she tells True. him like, you don't care because you're such a narcissist because you think yeah. that you are the best version of yourself. So we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll keep it chronological for y'all. <clears throat> Dude, that, that, that yeah. fucking line, you are the neediest man 
but the least jealous that I have ever met. Like, yes. yeah. So that's where exactly. it starts to get like it's they very, get into it because yeah. she's like, you're so needy, but you're not jealous. You don't care. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give. He wants and wants and takes and takes, but he doesn't give a fuck about anything else. He doesn't give a fuck about he's not like, paying giving, attention no, to not. anything else. Mm-hmm. Like he's just thriving it's in the spotlight. Yeah. Happy to have a good looking woman on his arm, like the trophy yeah. girlfriend to make yep. him look good. All that. So that's when like something gets brought up where she says, um, where she talks about how she gave up her acting career mm. to just because she didn't really have any the capacity to do that being there for him like while he's making this film yeah she's there to emotionally support him like yeah. he's so like fucking balls deep in this shit that like yeah she kind of had no choice but to take on the emotional support yeah girlfriend like do all this for him right. and being that it was a project that they started together and like you know yeah. ideas were being bounced off at a point she mentions how she read like all these drafts for him gave him notes and he kind of ended up taking that for granted. And like, he makes the comment like, oh, so now you're blaming me because you were too scared to like pursue your acting career or audition. You're blaming me because you took on the role of an emotional support dog. I was like, first oh, of all, hell? never call your woman a dog. Bitch, okay. you about to get fucking stabbed in the dick. <laughs> like what? That was so, that was a low so blow. Cruel. And that's Un- him. Fucking called for. That's mm-hmm. him in his movie. Just low blows. Yeah. Low blows. Oh, yeah. So that's when it starts to like, kind of like go south where you're like, maybe because, okay. So he's like, what's wrong? I could tell something's wrong. And she's like, no, nothing. Like, I know this is not going to be a productive conversation now. So no, let's not talk about it now. And he's like, why not? She's like, cause I know how you are. You don't know how to deescalate situations unless it's work. And even then it's 50, 50. So she's saying, like, you're not good at, like, having a productive yeah. a discussion. It turns into an argument where you want to win, and this is not going to be productive, especially being that she's an ex-addict. She's not drinking. Mm-hmm. He is. He's pouring up, an, uh, pouring up a new drink in, like, every fucking scene almost. Yeah. So he's getting drunker and drunker. Yeah. And I think he's kind drunk of people, an argument like that is not going to go nowhere. The next day, yeah. they don't even remember the fucking half you know of what? it. That's inter- that brings up a really good point. I think that... Malcolm is consuming the entire movie almost. Yeah. He's not, he's consuming alcohol. He's consuming uh, mac and cheese. And he's just, he's the type of person that's constantly trying to take from, give from me, her energy. Yep. You know, and like where she's trying to give. Yeah. Which is the perfect director, actor, dynamic. That's yeah. what, that's what that is. She ends up feeling used. Like yeah. she's just there for him to like yeah. draw inspiration from and to get his like, basic needs met and all that so that's when it goes south she i think at that point he goes outside i don't know they take like a little break where she goes in the shower like when did she get in the tub was it right after that after one of the fights the mac and cheese one of their many fights she goes she goes in the tub after the whole mac and cheese argument she goes into the tub and that's when he comes he comes after her yeah yeah that's when he's saying all that stuff and then he goes outside and then after he goes outside, she comes out to share that cigarette. Right. So and like the first thirty minutes are pretty much just this like well, when up she's and in down, the tub. back and forth battle of them just yelling and making up, yelling, and making up, and mm-hmm. then I think the tub scene is where it gets really fucked up because he ends up bringing up her self harm, mm-hmm. where she like tried to kill herself with some nail um, clipper scissors. 
or whatever and he brings that up and yeah. makes her feel like shit or they're in the bedroom see mm-hmm. this whole movie is like all over the place it's like a yeah, crazy fight in different rooms like the bathtub the bedroom but basically it just shows you that he takes it too far mm-hmm. and she brings that up and she knows that and that's why she didn't want to get into it and then it just shows like his personality is that he just wants to win he just wants to win. He doesn't care if he's Aries. doing low blows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then Definitely. like he says all those low blows about like, oh, like I was I was there for you all these times when you were an addict and I met you at your lowest point and then you tried to kill yourself mm-hmm. or overdosed or like all this bullshit. And then and then now we're fucking here where you are trying to fucking say that I'm not the one that's appreciative or like knows what's going on, but really you're the fucking one. So then she's upset, sitting there quiet. He goes outside to, like, blow off fucking steam. And then she's like, you know what? Fuck that. You want to do low blows? And she comes back and kind of insults him and is like, you're jacking my fucking life for your script. You don't appreciate me. And that's where you got me fucked up. And he tries to play victim. And he's like, that's fucked up. She's like, fuck you. You brought up me trying to fucking, like, kill myself. And that is just the epitome yeah. of a fucking narcissist or somebody that's Dude. that fucked up. Yeah. Like, she did that because he started it. And then he wants to be like, that's mean. Yeah. Huh? Because, okay, there's passion and then there's just plain cruelty. And I don't think, you know, if you love somebody that you should ever be that cruel. despicable yeah, of a cruel. person yeah. to purposely try to hurt someone else's feelings and tap into their biggest insecurities yeah like there's and rude and then there's that's what's going on cool. the entire film and it's just it was disgusting like i was just like ugh. it's crazy it really like makes you realize like the level yeah and obviously she fights back but i do think that he starts he starts it and you could tell that he he oh. is a manipulator in the you know duo yeah, it yeah. just turns into like a gloves off fight where they're just like. Yeah. I know. Blowing. Yeah, the, I know that you mentioned it's kind of like this kind of boxing like match. This entire, entire time. movie is a boxing match, like just like one arguing. without yeah. like, a fucking ding 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 round one. Yeah, the, like one of those little people that are like regulating it. Referee. The referees. The referee people. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a boxing match without that though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because like the part in the tub where he fucking says all this fucked up shit and he's like, "You think this movie's about you? It's <laughs> not. It I." You think okay. I don't have experience other than Cheeky, you? Tasha, all these. Oh my god, he brings mm-hmm. up all the ex girlfriends, all these intimate moments. And it's like, oh, you thought that was about you? Nope, that was about my ex girlfriend. And like unnecessary, okay. unnecessary. I would have gone the fuck up out of that tub and been like, "Fuck you, <laughs> I'm out." Like, no, but also, no. I do think that you're at a more vulnerable place if you're in a tub. Duh, yeah. So it's like you're submerged in water. You're trying to be at peace. And someone comes in and attacks you. Yeah. Like, and he I think even that's, says, he's like, you want to go there? I'll break you like a twig. That shows like Excuse the power me? dynamic. The fact that he's like standing above her. She's submerged in she's water naked. underneath him. Like that's kind of how you show the power dynamics in, in like, scenes. So like the fact that she's not only underneath him, but she's submerged in water. Yeah. She's drowning. Like she's suffering and, and he's he literally a peer says he's like you want to play that game you think you can hurt me i will hurt you like 10 he times was like, worse. Yes. let's go let's yeah. fucking go you want like, i will this? He, let's go. he tells her that she's fragile yeah i will snap you like a twig or whatever yeah so I at that point ten- it's not like a discussion that's like where it's like you're trying to find mutual that's ground. abuse 
that yeah that's uh emotional abuse and that's just him trying yeah. to win and hurt her on purpose mm-hmm. that's yeah. not that's not healthy which i think that men have the power to be that kind of abusing type because they have the power to hurt women just by being men yeah. you know so they already have that power dynamic and i do think that it plays is. into the movie the power dynamic between a man and a woman of yeah. course and just like that unfair imagine, balance imagine <laughs> if she were to walk out that fucking tub butt ass naked all hot and just like yeah <laughs> he'd be like what are you doing yeah. and be like goodbye nothing like can you imagine yeah but then critics would be saying, well, why did of Zendaya course. have to be naked? Of right? Course. Which is actually of a conversation course. in the movie about another yes. movie. Yes. Like, why did that actress have to be, I think she had shown her boobs yeah. or something, right? Why did she have to be naked? Yeah. Like, so this? it's just like, you know. The whole male game. So yeah, crazy. Exactly. The whole male game. Yeah. Topic. Like, yeah. Just yeah. him bringing up, like, his girlfriends was unnecessary. And it gets to another Way. point in the movie where she says, like, you know, you could have won this argument with only 20% of what you said. Mm-hmm. Like, most of it was unnecessary. Oh, yeah. Like, I, maybe if I was, like, doing too much and I was, like, being too emotional, you could have easily won that without she having was to specifically bring there. up shit with your ex-girlfriend. She like, wasn't even saying what? anything back. She wasn't, and yeah. he walks out, and she's like on the verge of tears. He Are walks out, and like you think, you think it's over. Mm. No, he paces back and forth. He comes back and keeps going. I was and then like, he oh, says, he says, like, no. "Do you want me to keep going?" And she's like, "Keep going." Yeah. And that's she when he goes on to tell him, her that like, you, you love done? this shit. You know? Yeah. No. So. Mm-mm. Yeah. So that goes on for for a bit, and then. It just keeps on going. Like you said, it's a boxing match. I think the pacing is crazy. The pacing. I've never the seen a film. The crazy over and over. Like, like from the this beginning. Before. From I mean, at, at least not in my recent years. Where a film just goes up and down. It's, there is no clear pacing. It's like there's no clear climax. The it's part where they're like a bus of fuck. And up and like, down, up and down, right. up and down, up and down, up and down. The entire movie. And then it just sort of. Like, you ends. think it's, like, about to, like, all right, they're about to, re- like, reconcile. Like, yeah. they're about to fuck. And then he's, like, let me go pee real quick. Yeah. And while he goes pee, like, you could see her face changing. Yeah. Like, this is where her acting spil- skills just, like, She's amazing. She's, so she's good. laying there. She's, like, all, like, mm. And then you could see within seconds, like, yeah. she starts thinking too much. And then a tear just, like, rolls out of her yeah. eye. Yeah. That's why Zendaya is so fucking good. Ooh. She doesn't have to say much. And she could say 20% of what she said in the movie. And she still steals the movie yeah it was great you know yeah and the use of music first of all the soundtrack is amazing oh so good. and then there's a part where they're that fighting jazz. he goes outside to smoke a cigarette she goes outside to share it with him mm-hmm. and instead of saying anything and it's after a part i think it's after the tub scene mm-hmm. where he said all that fucked up shit started bringing up his ex-girlfriends and being like you know you weren't the sole inspiration like blah 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 she plays a song it's a it's like an oldies song i don't even know where it's basically get rid of him no, yeah, yeah. like they're singing mm-hmm. about like leave that man like he doesn't treat you good whatever and she doesn't say anything she just plays a song and you could just see him just start yeah. to like, shrivel up i love it it's so amazing that's just- why i love movies because it's like the perfect integration of visuals and music and sound and like especially for this kind of you know podcast it's such a perfect movie to bring into yeah. your podcast it kind of ties in the music and and the visuals because yeah. always the music plays, plays such a, a big a, role it plays a huge role yeah i mean the music tells you what the movie's about specifically in this movie it's not just mood 
mm-hmm. and or references. It's it's specifically dialogue that tells you what the movie's about. Like I think at the very end, which we'll get into it, but we we already mentioned the theme. Yeah, but the the last song that you hear at the credits tells you the theme. Yeah, there's a few parts where like instead yeah. of words, it's just like a song plays, and it's like, Oof. yeah, ooh. And sometimes so there's you just a part. Can't say it better than music. I think like the biggest like a climax of like their fight is where she's like, you know, you wrote this movie about me, basically. Like, why didn't you cast me? And that's just like the whole dynamic. I of, guess like, that a would artist, be the climax. Producer, yeah. director, mm. whatever kind of relationship. And she's like, and please tell me without like making me feel like shit. And instead of not making her feel like shit, like he goes on to be a fucking dick. And he's like, you're just jealous. So that's what this whole fucking thing is about. Like, I fucking knew it. You're just fucking jealous. Like, don't yeah. ever let somebody try to tell you that you're just fucking jealous. That's fucking rude. And or, that's using your insecurities against you. And that is emotionally abusive slash manipulative. That's fucked up, especially if you have like a reason. Oh, yeah. That or crazy. Yeah. Jealous or crazy or insecure. You're never crazy. Yeah. No. Jealous, crazy, or insecure. If like a man ever tries to use that against you, that's fucked up because that is something that you have to be vulnerable to like admit to at a point. And if they're trying to use that against you, that's where it's fucked up. Yeah. Like if they use your insecurities against you. It must be like an attack mechanism or whatever. Like Yeah. No, she was being vulnerable telling him like, I really just feel like stripped of like my soul at this point. I just think men sometimes don't know how to react to such vulnerable emotions that they instantly just go towards, you're crazy. Yeah. You're a psycho. You don't know what you're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. And then I think one of the other, like, biggest things that I wanted to talk about was, like, the whole thing where she tells him, like, I don't think you have ever, well, first she says, you know, me as, like, your partner, I wake up every day thinking, like, I want to be the best girlfriend you have ever had. I want to be the best version of me for you. I always wonder, like, has he ever had a girlfriend that's better than Mm -hmm. me? Blah, blah, blah. And that's, and, like, the reason she brings that up. Is because, you know, when you brought up your ex-girlfriend saying all that trashy shit, you thought that was going to hurt me? No, no. I just think you're trash. And it makes me realize I'm overthinking. All the times I'm thinking, like, oh, am I the best he's ever had? Now I realize, like, you're fucking gross. Who cares? Like, you're fucking gross. All the shit you said to try to hurt me? Like, fuck you. I don't think you've ever had a single thought, like, where you wake up and you're like, I want to be the best version of me for her. And that's where she just feels completely like, mm-hmm. fuck you. And I would have hoped that would have been a wake up call for her to leave. But she stays at the end. Yeah. But that was a pivotal point. And yeah. like all of it for me where I was like, Damn, yeah, because she, she straight up tells him, like, you think that you're the best version. The person you are right now, right here, who's yelling at me, trying to make me feel small. That's the best version of you and the worst version of you. Yeah. That's what she said. But it's like the fact that he's not trying to be better and that he's oblivious to his own actions. And instead of having a productive conversation, you're just trying to fucking hurt me and belittle me. Yeah. Literally. That's that's how you think of trying to do the entire time. That's how you're treating this relationship. It's not like us trying to find a solution. It's you versus me. And you're trying to fucking knock me out with your fucking mean ass shit you're saying. Fuck you. Yeah. So. Well, that's what happens when you have one anal- analytical person versus a reactive person who's just... Yeah, and I think it's yeah. perfectly uh, just, like, showing the whole thing where they talk about it's, like, a fine line between love and hate. Yeah. And, like, it ends with, like, a right. song by Outkast and CeeLo called... So, um, yeah. 
is that liberation. Oh, okay. and it's that's okay. the one where it's talking yeah. about like fine line between love and hate. Yeah. Like, oof. so what do you guys think about that? It's true. I think <laughs> it's I think it's a fine line between a lot yeah. of like those like opposing emotions, like that love and hate. Um, I can't even think of anything on the. So spot do you right think now, do you think that like if you've ever felt such like strong hateful emotions towards your partner that means that you also probably love them the most i think so and it's kind of toxic but there's like that whole thing where like you can only love someone hate someone as much as you love them or even the whole thing where like it's like a joke it's like a running joke where people are like if a girl tells you she hates you like jokingly it's because she fucking loves you like if a girl's flirting with you and she's like i fucking hate hate you well yeah that sure but I mean, like, real hate and real love. I like, don't think you could really hate someone unless you, like, really loved them. Okay, okay, and and going back to Brad Pitt and Angelina and Jolie, I think they had a pretty, like, similar relationship to the kind of relationship that they had on screen in By the Sea and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Because in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, like, they're literally trying to kill each other the whole time. Oh, that's so true. You know, and then in By the Sea, they're, like, totally broken and depressed and falling apart but then Ooh, they see of this Mr. other Mrs. couple Smith, and they're random. like you know like uh, infatuated by seeing this you know couple that's yeah. still in love it's strange but I, I don't know yeah um mm. random side note i heard like donald glover and then like the uh, creator writer of fleabag are doing like a mr mason smith yeah spin-off. Spin-off. <laughs> i'm excited for that i love both of them oh interesting yeah um, but no but yeah, i guess i've definitely. never hated anybody like a partner mm-hmm. like that i've never had such a because you never loved them like that i don't know i don't know that's just my opinion that's a reflection of myself probably. so different i know there's that song at the end right where like a yeah. thin a thin line between love and hate right yeah yeah, yeah. So, a fine line between yeah love and hate and I actually have it in my notes somewhere, but do you think that sometimes in relationships, toxic relationships, people keep tallies of like, you know, it's just like built up resentment. Like, it's just like, well, it, it, everything comes out to the surface when you're angry at each other. Do you guys believe that? I like, think so. I think yeah. definitely. Yeah. Like, right? I don't if know if it's like a one upping of like, well, you did this, so I did this or like, well, yeah. I did this, so I'm going to make sure next time you do something i'm gonna hold it against you to yeah make yeah. My that's fault. Like, yeah exactly less, and know? that's like a lot that's lack of communication yeah and i feel like usually with men it's harder for them to they don't really know how to express their emotions and as women we're very fucking emo- we're emotional beings that's yeah. what we do what's like and they don't speak that language most yeah of the time, which I, I i think and i have trouble with that but i think maybe better than most men yeah, yeah. Still? oh yeah who knows yeah, because I think we're like instead yeah. of like taking accountability for it and like making up for it and like trying to be a better person. Yeah. Instead, they're like, let me fucking catch you fucking up so I can hold it against you, too, because then it'll like minimize my thing that I did wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Instead of trying to be better. See, it's April, like trying to like balance yeah. it. Yeah. It's like a boxing match. Like you said, instead of. Mm-hmm. Like let's step out of the ring and let's fucking yeah talk and fix about it. This, it's like oh well you want to go. It's it's kind of like also like when you're playing video games like like for example like Kingdom Hearts because that's one of the only video games I play. When you're going through your items and your potions and you're like what do I have in my pocket? 
let me throw out this elixir and this ether or whatever. Whatever you, you always want to have something in your pocket to throw out to combat what they're about to throw at you. Yeah, it's a defense mechanism. And sometimes people can have yeah. toxic defense. You got to save that shit. You can't, you can't always confront it right away. Cause you know, yeah. you, you got to save that in your pocket for the next fight. Right. That's toxic. Though. Uh, it's toxic. <laughs> That's the thing. It's yeah. like, I know that April is definitely like the chill. She, you're very fucking chill, but I know that we've, yeah. we've had conversations where, um, you know, you, you can relate to a lot of things that we do. You just react differently. Right. You choose so not, true. you don't give that power. You so don't your give understanding, that, your understanding, but you. Exactly. Yeah. The like, reaction. That's the what's reaction. important usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So true. It's the reaction. Which is weird because I, you know, I am an Aries, but I, I don't react like an Aries. Your Capricorn moves. Because your Capricorn moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yep. Yeah. All right. So I have <laughs> a sweet. Uh, the handle is at not she be jamming. <laughs> and then it says gorilla glue grip. I'm dead. <laughs> she said, I used to be that girl. I thought if they know I've been hurt, they'll try not to hurt me. Nope. Men will use that to do the bare minimum and or throw it in your face when they gaslighting you. Set the standard and let that man meet it. No explanation. No mercy. Mm. Yep. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Where like you get into a relationship or you start talking and then you want to open up and be like, you know, I just got out of this relationship where like they cheated on me or like Mm -hmm. they used to do this to me and hurt me. So, you know, like, please don't do that to me. Like I'm like, you know, I'm traumatized from that shit. And you would think like that disclaimer, just because you're empathetic and if they told you that you would go out of your way to step around, like, you know, be careful around their feelings, that they would do the same for you. Never fucking a guarantee. No. Sometimes men will use that to manipulate you because they know where your weak spots are. They're like, oh, so she insecure. And I've seen fucked up tweets where dudes are like, oh, like get you a girl that's been cheated on because she thinks she's a three instead of a ten because she's insecure. And of course, it's all jokes, but (laughs) all jokes contain. That's how you really feel. That's like 50% contain truth. True shit. Yeah. Even if it's ten percent, because who's the liking fact that, that? Your mind went who's there. Who's liking that? Who's that's laughing at that? Up. Yeah. Who's like, replying to that? And like, I get it. It's funny, but like, why? Like, that's fucked but up. See, jokes that's like that funny. in the back. That's why in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, it's funny, but it's like, <laughs> it's not. It's fucking noted. Like, let me yeah. fucking find my man laughing at some shit like that. Yeah. Just seriously. because you're laughing doesn't mean mean it's funny. It could be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable laughing. It could be like yeah. sad. That's mean. You know, that's just really mean. So I don't know. Dude, this so makes that me just it it mm-hmm. it reminds me of Malcolm and Marie because like he met her at her lowest point in her life when mm-hmm. she was like, oh uh, right, like she overdosed. She was like a drug addict. He was going like to meetings with yeah. her. And, and she was like, in her twenties. Yeah, she and he's was obviously younger. old. In real life, I think he's like almost ten years older. Yeah, so I'm sure it was like the same thing. Definitely, like, I mean that's Hollywood yeah. too. Yeah, so. and like that whole that's a save that conversation for a whole other motherfucking episode. Oh my god, please about Can the <laughs> power dynamic of age. Play. Oh my god, that's your next episode. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> it. We'll talk about it. But. Yeah, you would think that he's like, well, I met you like that. No, when she's in the tub naked and he wants to hurt her, what does he bring up? All that shit. That's fucked up. Yeah. So be careful for people like that. Of people course. that would Seriously. use that shit to hurt you. Anger is not an excuse for somebody to bring up your own pain and insecurities against you. Mm-hmm. Nope. Preach. Yeah. So. Yeah. Damn. That was a 
good conversation. I feel like after watching Malcolm and Marie, it's like a much needed. You have to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's cathartic, even though oh, yeah. you may agree with some of the stuff. You might be totally disgusted by some of it. But I think it was great. I think I'm very happy that Sam yeah. Levinson made the film and he has his opinions on it. And It's definitely whatever, like one but. of those uh, one and done, like you watch it one time and I'll never watch it again. Absolutely. And I, Exhausting. I, I encourage <laughs> everyone to watch everyone in a relationship, not a relationship. Just Maybe not with your partner. Maybe not yeah. with your partner. Maybe watch it sure. separately and then maybe talk about it after. I, yeah. I think maybe it's more yeah. cathartic and healthy to talk about yeah. it in a, like a third person versus like your own personal issues. Yeah. I then you can see where it after. stands. Yeah. yeah because and you're either going to agree with one or the other. And yeah. so it's cool to kind of see like which one do you relate to? Absolutely. You can have a peaceful debate, as I like to call it. <laughs> okay, we love a peaceful debate. Yeah, it's coming after dark. Yeah, like, fuck toxic shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't it's let yourself hard. get manipulated. It's hard to, like, uh, you know, tether that line of, like, passion and love and yeah. hate and toxicity mm-hmm. and, like, healthy or unhealthy or emotional manipulation versus abuse versus just, like, undeveloped you know things that you need to do mm-hmm. so. acknowledge it acknowledge your emotions yeah and all things yeah. everything will fall into place at the end of the day if you think someone's over exaggerating with your emo- like their emoji emotions mm-hmm. that is your own personal opinion it doesn't mean that their emotions aren't valid Absolutely. so don't tell someone that they're crazy or they're overreacting like yep. hear them out and if that is something that's constantly happening yeah. that needs to be a separate conversation outside of when these emotions are live yeah like yes wait till after that's a separate conversation okay 100 so uh thank you ladies so much for coming and hanging out with me today always getting drunk with me thanks this is our first nightshade episode my first time being on here by the way Alexa was on the astrology episode so if you guys do want to like learn like a basic outline of astrology and it's like an hour-long episode so like you will learn a lot of good stuff it was um the one of the last couple episodes of season two astrology astrology hose or astrology astrology hose that's us yeah go follow nightshade collective on instagram simping after dark you can follow me at ash underscore friday underscore you can follow me at April Directs on Instagram and follow Wild Seven Studios on Instagram. Check out Debbie and the Devil on Instagram and Debbie and the Devil website. We just dropped a trailer, our official trailer for our first feature film. This is the first feature that I produced. The girls were the production designers on this film. We're so proud of it. It's been three years plus in the making. So we just dropped the trailer. Check it out. It's on YouTube. It's in the link in the Wild Seven Studios and Debbie and the Devil bio. So go check that out. Yes. Oh, uh, you can follow me at Alexa Janelle on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> can yeah. we uh, cheers? Because Ashley yes. totally fucking ignored me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of a drink, know. but I will cheers to the you anyway. To the crazies. <laughs> yes. Cheers. Till next time, you guys. Uh, bye.